1: The problem is people are living longer and they've got conditions like cancer, diabetes and dementia as well. Cancer, diabetes and... What was the last one? Hello, it's the Glesga podcast coming up this week.
0: Have you ever smoked? Oh, aye. You take a drink? Of course. Uh, Did you eat a lot of shite? Yes. Are you overweight? Have been. Don't go out. On a Saturday night, drink fifteen pints and get a hatchet in your head. Right, that puts unnecessary pressure on the NHS. Do you know
1: thing in hospital? You always want a side room, well, well, a single a room. room. Aye, it's a room in your in. Where
0: you? your other f-ing
1: holiday in? <laughs> and that's still to come. But first,
0: I've been on the phone for forty minutes. Hanging on, on the phone for forty minutes. NHS 24. It's going to take twenty four hours for the answer. Hello. Hello, dear. I need. I, I need to talk to a man. Well, if you got a man, I, I don't mean you. Cause I've got man things. What do you mean? But the Bobby. I've
1: got a phone. I fucking cut me out anyway. So is the NHS and life support? Do we need to turn it on and off?
0: <laughs> Life support, right? I've got "Do not resuscitate" <laughs> tattooed on my chest. Mm. Uh, the NHS, look, the NHS, it's a fantastic thing. It's the problem is, are too many people? They're not taking care of themselves. They're sticking their sticking their bobbies where they shouldn't get stuck. I mean, I'm not talking about myself. I just a few pals of mine. Anyway. <laughs> What about the NHS? So everything... So we start
1: with... I mean, the NHS is under pressure. So uh, GP surgeries, first of all, try to get an appointment with a doctor.
0: Oh, I mean... I mean, that's the worst. I mean... And I, I, You know, you've got a different doctor for me. What's different? I mean, I think my doctor's all right. You just phone up in the morning at 8 o'clock. But it's like the wacky races. The lines open at 8 o'clock in the morning and everybody in the east end of Glasgow sitting there like waiting to get out the trap so let start at 100 metres and then dial it like fuck and hang up, dial it like, and then it's only I don't know how many lines I've got but only a few can get through so you dial with your phone and dial with your mobile see that's where I've got the. that's where I've got an edge I've got two phones you see and then and then you get through and you normally be seen that day mm. which I think that doesn't happen with your doctor
1: no. So, with our doctor, you do have to phone early. Right. But then they triage you. But we're the same. You've got to phone early in the morning. So it's like, now when you phone a takeaway. They triage you? Aye, they triage you. Now, when you phone, like, I, I always say it's like phoning the takeaway because you've got a few phones going. Oh. So my wife will be in the landline. I'll be on my mobile trying to get through at the doctor at 8 o'clock. But they triage you, first of all. But you got to get past the gatekeeper, the receptionist.
0: I don't know that it happens... With my doctor surgery, they don't seem to be terribly nosy because I think it's the east end of Glasgow, maybe doing where you are. Then, because if I I think if you go, if you're phoning my doctor surgery, the sort of clientele that my doctor surgery has, uh, what seems to be the problem, sir? None of your fucking business putting through to the doctor. I think we're a bit more. Straight up They just go Certainly I can fit you in Are you okay for 10 past 10? Thank you
1: The problem is. With- the problem with us staying bigger is the woman who takes the calls, her daughter goes to the same nursery. So she's like, oh, how's Morgan getting... So,
0: and uh, so that, see, that's a problem then. It's not confidential. And before you know it, she's doing the woman's Institute saying you've got a big wart near your bobe. You see, that's, that's a problem. She knows everything about you now. You're riddled with haemorrhoids and, well, everybody knows it anyway because she's telling everybody on this podcast. So it's hardly a big secret. <laughs> you see, you're, you're walking through a tuna going... Hey, hey, hemorrhoid man, get it up, yeah. Anyway, so, aye, they, they don't do that with my doctor surgery, but the fact that they're familiar and everybody knows each other and a wee tune, that's a problem. That is a
1: problem, very much so, especially if you've caught the wart for her.
0: <laughs> you caught the wart you caught for her? Right, no, okay, not. aye, but I think,
1: enough. I think, uh, so you've got to get past the receptionist, but they always sort of try and push you towards a phone call, first of all rather than a face-to-face and then the doctor's got to phone you back so they could phone you anytime. you could be at work you could be on the toilet you could be so there. I
0: right aye, because that's the thing what happens if you're maybe you're in Asda or, or what is it Marks and Spencer's and <laughs> you've got a personal problem and you're standing in the fruit aisle or something uh, hello, this is Doctor What's his face. What sense of your problem? Well, uh, Doctor, sorry, could you speak up? I can't hear you. Well, Doctor, every time I have a pish it's burning. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. I was like, Aye, a pound of bananas, please. Right? That's mental.
1: I'll put this over, <laughs> <Aye>. but- <laughs> that's,
0: that's mental.
1: Aye. That does not work. But sometimes you'll be phoning in hands-free in the car and they'll phone you when you're driving somewhere and you could have ended in the motor.
0: Well, you can hear the phone call outside the motor anyway. You know, when you're in your car, you can, aunt, you, you, you hear punters in the car mm. on the phone. You can hear the call. Aye. Some guy trying to get his wife back or something. She's left him and she's sitting in the morning. He's going, come back, Carol. I love you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going, what the fuck? You're just standing next to the car saying, I wonder how this will go.
1: <laughs> Sometimes they'll just pop you on the practice nurse.
0: A practice nurse? I feel sorry for her practicing on
1: you. Sometimes you've got to send photos to them. So the doctor will phone you and say, can you send... Well, that's a
0: criminal (laughs) offence. It's a criminal offence. Under the law of Scotland, it is a criminal offence to make somebody accidentally or inadvertently look at a pornographic image to cause somebody to look at a pornographic image. And it's punishable by... A four hundred pound fine as a first offence. So well, it's hard. You take a photo I'm... of your bobby, right? I... And send it to the doctor. But what if you miss dial? What if you accidentally send it to everybody? What what if it's on your phone and, and then you've sent it? I mean that's pornography. Well it's not a pornographic image of some somebody's no chugging out the water in my willy. There's a lot of sick people out there, by the way. There's a lot of weirdos. You never know. Everybody's. You, you should watch that internet. There's some weird stuff on it. Be careful out there, kids. There's a lot of deranged stuff out there because I've really looked. Take it for me. <laughs> take it for you. That's weird. <laughs> don't, don't take it for me. <laughs> I'll, anyway, that's the point. There's, you don't know what's out there. But, Even your minuscule, insignificant, warty banger. <laughs> Could be somebody's cup of tea because you're
1: at the age you now you've even got to send samples through the post. up, you? Well,
0: well, that was a mate of mine, right? right? So, when you get older, right? We get the bowel cancer test, mm-hmm. right? When you're over 50, and it's good, that's a good thing in Scotland because you, 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 what you do, you do a jobby, right? And you know that way, and you know, you, you, you don't do it in the pan because you need to lift it back out, you need to get a sample. You get a wee thing, a wee sample thing. You scrape the jobby and put it back in its wee holder and you send it through the post to Dundee. It yeah. uh, all gets checked in Nine Wells Hospital in Dundee. That's where they all go. And then they tr- detect if there's any blood in it and then they send you for a folly up. But we'll get to that in a minute. But a mate of mine, he used to work on the rigs. Right, mm-hmm. and you need to get a medical to go in the rigs. And what he what happened with him? He he went for a medical, and then they took pee samples and all. And he says, "We need a sample of your stools." Mm-hmm. And he went, uh, "Right, I've uh, how do we do that? I'm no needing a job here. I mean, he was going to sit there. Then, That's okay. He him in day one, and he gave him a, he gave him a kind of a plastic holder, and an envelope, a padded envelope." <laughs> And he said, do a jobby into that and send it to us. Right. <laughs> be- I thought this was hilarious. So he had to do a jobby and put a sample of jobby in this, like a petri dish thing, right. and put it inside this padded envelope and send it through the. What did so they post?
1: Did they phone up and my shite over there in a jiffy? Is
0: that what that's, that's good that you could have your own podcast with that, of, right? but that's exactly what happened, right? He sent that jobby through the post. Now, what, what if that goat lost in the post? Yeah. I mean, it's a turd in the post. Imagine it accidentally going to somebody's house or it's in a sorting office. Or even worse, they send it back to you. <laughs> Return to sender.
1: Right. You, can, you can imagine that going through a rang house and the woman just holding up and said, what shite have you been
0: buying? Literally. <laughs> have you been buying shite off the internet again? <laughs> Literally, right? I know. But, I mean, it was just a shite. Imagine it gets damaged. Now, imagine, what the fuck? The, you see the mad machines on on the telly with the the processes or the mail. Imagine it. It smashed it up, and it was shite oh. everywhere. And everybody's letters get covered in shite. Mm. I mean, I, it's just it doesn't bear thinking about. Well, it's Fred Macaulay that tells you to send your shite through the post. Oh, he's the bowel cancer voice over of the bowel he's cancer. A man, and he's got a very trusting voice. Yeah. I think you would. If Fred asked me to have a shite in an envelope, I would do it. Fred's got that kind of gravitas. Aye. he would make me want to shite. <laughs> <laughs> no offence, Fred. We're on a joke. <laughs>
1: God. So good. Back to GPs. Then, what do you think of this whole? You got a phone and then get invited down. Then
0: and- I think it's the way it is. I mean, I don't mind it. How it works for me. How you doing? I got a problem. You know, if it's in GP hours, can I see the doctor? No problem. And then you go down and you see the boy, or the the, the, the lady, or the, the doctors, and invariably the doctor will take a look at me and go, right, what seems to be the problem? And he knows what the problem is. I've not been looking after myself. That's the problem. Right, but he's, he's got a good bedside manner and he'll say, right, let get that. Eh... Uh, let's maybe put you on some antibiotics or some tablets or anti-inflammatories depending on what the issue is and that's me treated. But it's the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. You will see a doctor and if you've ever noticed this, you're not feeling quite yourself you're not feeling very well and you'll go and see the doctor and you'll start feeling better after you've seen the doctor because he'll reassure you and give you some tablets, and send you on your way, and you'll go to the pharmacy, and you'll get your medication, Mm -hmm. and you'll you'll not complete the course. Nobody ever completes a course of antibiotics. It's a bit like a college course. In fact, you're more likely to finish a college course Mm -hmm. than a course of antibiotics, But, but you're feeling better. And God bless the old NHS. But the problem is, people don't look after themselves. Don't drink too much, don't eat a lot of shite, and move a bit more, and you'll be all right. Seeing bigger when you go for your prescription,
1: they always seem excited to see somebody that's under 60 when I go in. Really? Because it's just like a cuey old folk.
0: Ah, there's a lot of old codgers doing it because bigger's one of the places where people have done well in their life. It's where they go to die, isn't it? <laughs> You've just started early. I've started early. Yeah. They've been living in a scheme somewhere in Lanarkshire all their life working all their days and they've made a bit of wedge and they sell their flat or something then they move to Bigger they buy a big telly join the bowling club sit in their arse and eat their cell to death (laughs) god bless us all
1: see the thing is if you can't get an appointment at Bigger out of hours they'll send you to Hamilton god I hate these bullshit musicals you're meant to get 8 to 10
0: minutes with a doctor Eight to ten minutes? That's a, that's the standard question. Wait, you shagging him? <laughs> Who needs eight to ten minutes with a doctor? You need two minutes. What's your problem? You get it out and the doctor says, Ah, I know what that is. Mm. There you go. Treatment for Spanish fly. <laughs> Whatever Spanish. Lot is. <laughs> What's that is. So Was that a
1: Spanish person catches her knob and their zip? Very good. <laughs> so still to come, <clears throat> what famous Scottish celebrity called Glasgow Day this week? A voice note from one of our listeners in details of how you can win two tickets to the Glasgow Comedy Festival on Sunday the 17th and the 31st of March at Blackfriars.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring
1: our prices The other thing, the NHS has been privatised, even things like the wee telly. You've got to pay for that We telly you watch as That's well. That's right.
0: I, I mean, it's shocking. £17.50 if they watch half an episode of Homes Under a Fucking Hammer.
1: To be honest, it would only take me half an episode to get off in Martel Maxwell.
0: Tell me about
1: <laughs> it. The problem with the NHS here is they only have two acute beds per thousand of population, whereas in Japan they've got eight acute beds.
0: I've got acute bed... It's got a mother well, do they cover? They can't find enough beds for folk. Well, we just do what we did in the army top and tail them one up at the top one down at the boat, and sleeping next to somebody's feet. <laughs> there you go. So, that's
1: how you would, if you were health secretary, you'd solve the, the crisis with top and tailing uh, folk.
0: Aye, I'm saying difficult times require difficult solutions.
1: And I get old people don't want to die alone, do they? So, I guess that'd be good to have a pal beside them. <laughs> so what's the what was the last thing you had to go to the
0: doctors with? well that's a good question because um, as you know I'm i I've got a loyalty card <laughs> I mean it basically stamps my card if you do 9 visits on the trot, you get a 10th visit for nothing <laughs> so the last time I don't know Ooh, oh, because you know I've got it's an age thing it's, I've got a lot rang with me because I let myself go a bit you know mm-hmm. and the stress of bringing you up obviously has compounded all my medical conditions but it'll be a bit gout or something or a sore stomach or a bit of diarrhoea or a novel virus or itchy ears or gout is it in the gout? 18, 1800s is it a gout is that, is, that, is that a thing <laughs> it's a thing Aye, I, I know it's an old thing, an old-fashioned thing where rich people only used to get it. Cause you get it for apparently a, a rich lifestyle. You know, if you eat a lot of heavy meats and you bevy too much. Oh, so wow. as you know, I like steak pie and lager, and that's what gives me gout.
1: That's responsible for the
0: gout. Isn't I it? know. I mean, I should really, you know, eat chicken and a bottle of water.
1: So you're happy with GPs at the moment, you think? It's all going well. But... Oh,
0: absolutely. By the way, absolutely, the NHS, I'll tell you something, the NHS is a phenomenal thing for the people of the UK. They, they get free healthcare. See if you want to know how lucky you are. Go to America. Go to America and get ill. Go to America and start shitting yourself to death, right? And then see how much it costs you when you go to see a doctor. And then you go and see a doctor and all your conditions are only covered and your medical insurance is sky high. It only covers so much. And then you have to pay the rest. You have to sell your house. You end up ill and fucking homeless. No chance. We are very lucky in this country to have the NHS. And what we should do is take a bit more care of ourselves and no burden the NHS unnecessarily. So don't go out on a Saturday night, drink 15 pints and get a hatchet in your head. Right, that puts unnecessary pressure on the NHS. If you're pissed out, you're not, and you see a man coming towards you with a hatchet, get in a taxi, get out of there.
1: People's confidence in the NHS is probably at the lowest at the moment. But they... That's
0: just... Oh, no, no, no. That's newspapers are the fucking mouthpiece of the Tory party and the establishment is saying all that, they have underfunded the NHS for years. That's what they're doing. They've underfunded it for years. So Disney, it does it Disney, perform as well as it should. They need to pay the doctors, mayor, pay the nurses, mayor, and they need to put, fund it properly. But what they're doing is the NHS is failing. All this bad publicity and newspaper thing. And then they basically turn and people and say, oh, it's all shite, we need something else. It's bollocks. The NHS is fantastic. It's just been underfunded for years. But it still goes without saying, uh, you you should take a bit better care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that the hard way. Because, you know, I had a stroke, right? And it was just a mild stroke, thankfully. It was a shot across my bow's. And I went in and he says, ''Well, Glasgow, let's see what caused the stroke. ''Have you ever smoked?'' ''Oh, aye.'' ''You take a drink?'' "Mm, ''Of course.'' (laughs) Uh, ''Do you eat a lot of shite?'' ''Yes.'' (laughs) ''Are you overweight?'' Have been. If uh, you get high blood pressure, absolutely. How's your cholesterol? High as fuck. House! I want it stroke bingo. <laughs> I mean, I was doing everything right. I know a lot right. And they go, and do you ever walk Glasgow? Da? Fuck off. Right? So, Aye. you've got to change your life. Aye. And to be fair to you, you've been off the drink now
1: for over three days.
0: Days? <laughs> <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> Come on, right. Just don't tell everybody about it. You've got to live your life, but don't be a mad What do you think of the strikes then and sort of junior doctors? I think they're strike. absolutely perfectly justified. So you I mean, a doctor, a doctor, what does it take to become a doctor? Five years? And it's a difficult thing. I mean, an accountant or a lawyer, that's some arsehole profession. I mean, what do they do? Fuck all. A doctor. That's an important job. Who needs lawyers? Bunch of wankers. Accountants. I don't need an accountant to tell me I'm fucking skint. But a doctor. Doctors are valuable. Yet lawyers and accountants make more than doctors. Something's wrong with our society. But some doctors... Shite comedians make more than doctors. (laughs) And that's wrong.
1: What do you think of the private sector then? Doctors then work in the private sector and then...
0: Fair fucks to them. Fair fucks to them. What, you saying that they shouldn't be allowed to do that? If you can make a bit of money on the side, panhandling for rich punters, fair enough. But that's part of the problem, though. It's like, if you got money and you can get in the private sector, you get seen quicker. And that's why people, they go and they go to A&E, for instance, because there's something wrong with them. They probably got pished and fell down the stairs, right? That's happened to me, right? So what happens is, you go up to A&E and says, it's a four-hour wait, and you go, this is shite, I'm going private. You're not going private, because you've not got any money. And just don't be an arsehole and get drunk for down the stairs. So the point is, right, they say, I'm going private, the NHS is shite, it's bullshit. But the fact that the private sector exists, you've got this other thing that's beautiful and easy, to, but it's cost you a fortune to access it. It's like
1: folk that say, I waited 12 hours in A&E. It's like, if you're having to wait 12 hours, I don't think you need
0: A&E put up Well, as- is that true? I, I don't know if that's true. I, that's maybe, if it has happened, that's a very extreme example. But any time I've ever been in A&E, and I've been in Saturday nights... When it's like P T Barnum's horror circus mm-hmm. and, and I've been seen two, three years I've waited. I've got a pal that works at Glasgow Royal as a doctor. That must be an A. Aye.
1: And it's oh. and it's brutal. And they there was a massive punch up at a wedding and loads. Brilliant. Of, aye. I and like a good wedding.
0: <laughs> I like a good fight at a wedding. A good punch up
1: and see to keep them apart. Genuinely, this nursing staff when they came in were saying bride or groom and putting them each side of the room.
0: Fuck off. <laughs> Genuinely. Fuck off. They were, honestly. Uh, and uh, and I thought God that,
1: bless the old NHS. You can just Brilliant. imagine an old nurse taking ownership of that situation.
0: I would have kicked their asses. <laughs> if it still was kicking off an hospital, I'd have jailed everyone one of the fuckers. It's mental how you've got security in hospitals now, though, isn't it? It's awful. It's absolutely awful. But when people are on drink... Mm. You see the worst in people through drink. And if people get like that when they're drunk, I think they shouldn't drink, but they're all on drugs and everything. Some people know and they need their asses kicked. Mm. If you can't behave yourself on drink or drugs, don't take them.
1: The worst thing about hospital for me is when you have to go in the uh, four beds to a room and you get some, no disrespect, some nut jobs.
0: If you're in a hospital ward, and there's somebody in there as well who seems a bit off. In their defence, they probably know well. Otherwise, they wouldn't fucking be there. Heaven forbid, right? You you get something wrong with you. I mean, I've seen things. I've been in hospital, and I've seen people hallucinating, and for whatever reason, they've had surgery or the transplant surgery or the the problems with substances. God God loved them. They're they're no well. But there was one time when I was in the hospital, there was this guy and visiting time, right? No, nobody ever came to visit this old boy. And I felt sorry for him. So there was six beds in this ward and I was in one, one of the one of the beds. Nobody ever visited this old boy. And during visiting one time Everybody else is visiting Run the bed, I think. No, you weren't around. And everybody, five beds, all visiting. He decided to go for a shower at this point. And you know when you're in hospital, they put that thing in your vein, a cannula a, or IV, something that's called. IV, Whatever, an vein. And he had one to hook him up to things, Right and he was in the shower during visiting, <laughs> and I, I don't know what happened, but he must have obviously been in the shower and pulled the cannula out, right, and he's he's obviously, <laughs> he's obviously went, fuck this, and pulled it out and it's, pfft, hey, blood shooting out like that, that seen in Robocop, where he sticks a thing in his neck, oh. right, Clarence Boddicker's <laughs> neck, and the blood shoots out, right. it was like that, and he came out the shower, bollock naked, blood pissing out his, his wrist, and he went, nurse, <laughs> nurse, and fucking, what a chomper he had on, right, nurse, <laughs> nurse, I'm bleeding, Oh, the wings, I'm scream.
1: <laughs> well, they screaming at his blood and his bobby.
0: Well, they're obviously all staring at his cock. I mean, I see you see a cock, you go, there's a cock, right?" <laughs> That's what happens, right? When you see actors doing a nude scene, you're not looking at your performance; you're staring at his cock. That's what we do. It's like naked attraction. Nobody remembers their face. They're always staring at their cock. That's what we do in Britain. Because we're sexually repressed. We should just have cocks or other place where you go, Ax oh, a fucking cock. <laughs> but, but we don't we don't go, a cock, you know, fucking oh, dirty, bits. Oh, there's somebody's bobby, oh, we Because the way we look at nudity in this country is fucking insane. We're so repressed sexually. He should have fucking bobies in every corner. And you go, It's just a fucking bobby. So, did
1: Sunday fix his bobby or, or his IV or
0: what? oh, it's Mr. Fuck, good God. <laughs> he took him back in, in the shower and then then they obviously dried him off and stopped him bleeding, then put him back, back in his bed, the thing, and you know, the curtain. Aye.
1: Aye, uh, the, the, the non-soundproof curtain that's obviously... I love how they, they, they pull that curtain for privacy <laughs> and you, you hear Because it, it was bad for me because I had to get an anal stretch. From an, my, anal stretch. From my pile, so an anal stretch? For my piles, they had to give me an anal stretch. And and the worst thing was the, the, the ward round because everyone's obviously hearing... Uh, So Mr Mitchell, uh, we've performed an anal stretch and and everybody's hearing this, which I don't want. They put a vice up your arsehole and twist it until it's...
0: Yeah, I know. And it's a good treatment. Aye. Well, I've seen it online. I mean, I know about it. I don't know how I know about that. I've got a lot of
1: time in my hands. Aye, so that's what I got for my piles. Yeah. But do you want... how
0: big was the circumference? I mean...
1: Well, before or
0: after? Well, but bef- be- well after. Be- before it was like. I mean, could you go a hamster up there? Uh,
1: no, no, not well. D- hamsters can fit into wee spaces. You probably could have got a a moose. I am a, a tiny moose, a five p moose. A five p moose. Circumference five p circumference. M- Moosees can get any small. Mice? mice.
0: Mice. Fucking school did you go? Right. I oh, missed so, a big massive thing. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Canada. No, no, a fucking Canadian moose. A moose. T <laughs> a moose. We sleek it current.
1: The time they streets, my arse, I probably could have got a mess up there for Canada. But no, it went for a fifty p. Probably a ten p.
0: For a fifty p. Well, that's no, a five, smaller. A
1: five p a 10p. A ten p. A five p. A ten p. Shite.
0: Well, if it was an all two bob, you would be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, God the currency's smaller now. I so it, it basically helped.
1: It helped me be able to shit.
0: Right, how, how long did it keep that thing in?
1: No, they. Did, it's a. It's a there and then procedure. They do.
0: Oh, it's straight back out. Aye. Once the moose is in, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> It's you. Uh, uh, there's the wee wheel. Just enjoy yourself.
1: So when I fart, my wife said that smells like a dead rat. I'm like a dead miss. I like a rat crawled up your arse <laughs> and died. Uh, <laughs> hey, very good. But CB uh, ambulance waiting times. The top category of an ambulance are most serious. They've got to wait seven minutes, and it's called a purple incident.
0: A purple incident. That's
1: what happens when I jam my cock in a drawer. So what do you think of this, So oh, Some people waiting in ambulances for 12 hours. Well, I wouldn't even wait... Well, again,
0: it's it's, it's, it's... it's an extreme case, but it's propaganda. You need to watch... This is... The newspapers are putting out propaganda, stories that the NHS is failing, so they can bring something else in. It's pure propaganda. It might have happened, but they're magnifying the story.
1: Because Richard Branson's got... A lot of private stuff with the NHS
0: Never trust a hippie End <laughs> of story
1: I wouldn't wait 12 hours on any I wouldn't wait 40 minutes for a ride at Disney
0: 40 minutes is probably quite good if you could get a ride But
1: <laughs> My mother-in-law got her hip done through the NHS but they sent her to Ross Hall for it
0: Good on her, good on her
1: Because that's what they they privatised to get the waiting list done
0: well, good on them it would have cost them just as much anyway to treat her in the hospital, so fair enough, if there's space there, no bother.
1: But do you not think it's bad that some private surgeons then see the clients through? So if you go in for private work and something goes wrong, you're going to end up in NHS hospital because they don't have any there.
0: So you're telling me, if you went in to get your, your ring box stretched, right, <laughs> Well, you were in, if you'd done it in Ross Hall... Right, and they were stretching your ring box, and the the machine went mad and blew your ass apart. You're telling me they wouldn't treat you there, and then they would go, All oh, right, he's look, you better get him up to the Royal if it was life threatening, or well, I'd be the Southern General yeah. if it was like if your ass exploded, that's life threatening.
1: <laughs> well, you're I, telling me
0: they wouldn't treat you there, and then no, come on,
1: they would take you straight to any,
0: they don't have any in these private hospitals. So what happens when rich people get pushed in for doing the stairs? They're fucked. What do you mean they're fucked? Well, they'll go to A and E. They can't. If rich, if no, rich, there must be a no. Right, right. What about right? What about if a millionaire, a guy worth hundred million pound? You telling me if John Boyle, the ex-Marine chairman, who's worth about a hundred million pound? Uh, well, he, he was the owner, Murrowell so he probably lost about fifty million. So maybe he's worth fifty million. If he got pushed and fell down the stairs, he's not going to any. There, there's a must be a private facility that's run by the Illuminati that treats rich people. How would they it- join? If you're listening, <laughs> phone us in and let us know. How would they get there? The, the back copter comes and get him. <laughs> no. This is what these UFOs this right? These UFO sightings, it's the Illuminati's private ambulance.
1: If a rich person fell and smashed a tree dump, they would go to, he, John Boyle would go to Whishaw. Wishaw no it. chance. It would
0: because the papers would know about it. It would be in the Wishaw press and the Meriel well Times. <laughs> John Boyle clocked with a cracked head open in Wishaw General, sitting with the, the proletariat.
1: No chance. So they would, they would get him to a stage that he was stable, and then he would be asked to transfer.
0: John to the Boyle could buy Wishy General and get seen straight away. I'm telling you, he's, there's an A and E for rich punters. They're no going up to the royal. There's somewhere they would go If they were if they were injured
1: If you're a rich person Listening to this Or watching this Please tell us where you go If you slip me your arse And crack your head open
0: And they'll probably phone in and say I don't follow down the stairs I'm rich I live in a bungalow Do
1: you know thinking in hospital You always want a side room well, well, it's it's A single room. room? Aye it's a room in your own Where you room.
0: you're the fucking holiday in? <laughs> no they do That's what they've got that's you're, a, you're a wanker. You, you know what? You are a traitor to the fucking working class. In fact, you're not working class. You never have the days in your life, you're a wanker. <laughs> this this is the problem. All these arseholes, they, they're not taking care of themselves. They're needing their asshole stretched <laughs> and they're wanting it done in private. You're lucky you're getting your arsehole stretched at all. In fact, I'll put my boot up it. I'll stretch it for you. <sighs> <laughs> God save us. See, I get transferred
1: to a side room because I sort of smooshed the, the nurses and they put me in a side room. What, because what? I, I smooshed them. You smooshed them? No, I smushed them. You smooshed them? I was sweet. Smoothed them, sorry. We Smoothed s- them? I was sweeties. Like, I gave them the odd, I don't know. Some sweeties, and they put me in a side room.
0: This is madness. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, I get I get transferred to a side room or well inside. it was
0: probably because the rest of the people in the ward <laughs> were going to fucking kill you if you're bullshit. Probably if you're in protection, probably put you in solitary confinement, you're a Unbelievable, man.
1: <laughs> do you know? I think it's embarrassing as well when they do the ward round with the nurses and the, the consultant and then. And they've got students. Did you ever get students? I had students Aye. looking at my my ring piece.
0: Well, I never had problems with the, the ring box. Well, no. Well, when you're 50-odd, you get checked. Your prostate gets checked. So they get the finger up. Oh, really? Have a wee feel for barnacles and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, because your prostate enlargement, you got to be checked for that. But... No I don't mind Students are going to learn somehow mm. You know what I mean mm. you, They need patients To practice on
1: I've got to watch that Because the tablets I take For my hair transplant Enlarges my prostate So I've got to watch Is that right <laughs> Aye Fucking hell <laughs> So if I ever get checked For prostate I've got to let them know Or else They'd basically put me in Six rounds of chemo
0: Genuinely Right That's bad Aye So I need to just See you've, you've, you've merely added To your problems Aye Oh, no. doesn't matter. It's fine, though. Anyway, God bless the NHS. <laughs> that's all I can say. What about uh, people leaving the profession because they're under so much pressure? It's sad, but it's up to them. They're, as an individual, they're entitled to go and work for whoever they want, make as much as they can to live their life. S- but if it was properly funded, go back to the initial point, if they were funding them enough, I mean, let's be honest, what do nurses have today? You've... Can you begin to imagine what a nurse has to put up with on a daily basis an 8 hour or 10 hour shift I
1: know you
0: couldn't do it I couldn't do it
1: no some doctors work 24 hour shifts which I thought was incredible
0: uh, I heard that 24 hours well they're on call for 24 uh, hours they're raging if they
1: have to leave the house when they yeah. get a call yeah well house. But that's what it is just talk it through you know thing.
0: That's where it is. Mm. They're on call. They're, you know, they're there uh, to react to things, but they're there, available, should they be needed. Well, that's fair enough.
1: But like when comedians were on call for junglers, that was a great... Used to get
0: paid, that's right. Used to get paid double money.
1: To be on call. Uh,
0: Aye, especially at Christmas time and New Year. (laughs) You're on call, you're the spare, in case nobody turns up, and you you would go to the... Well, what would happen is... I used to be at home and get paid. Yep. And I'd be on standby. I wouldn't book a gig. I was told to be on standby just in case somebody never turned up.
1: I would always take a gig. Take the risk.
0: Mm, No, I never did. I (laughs) I was happy to sit in the house on top money. And they fuck all. And
1: then you'd get the phone call at like 5 to 7.
0: Like oh that. no, phone call at 5 to 7, and I'm pissed out my nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh, I've got half an hour to sober up.
1: <laughs> right, I think this would be a healthy point in the show
0: to listen to a voice note. Glasgow, what do you think
1: Scotland's
0: chances are at the Euros this year? Scotland's chances at the Euros? Well, let me tell you, my man, this is the best unit we've had for 50 years and I know, I've seen them. The 70s team was brilliant. This is a great team. There's no superstars, no big heads in the team. They're a team. I think we are on the verge for the first time in history of getting through the group stages, getting into the second phase, and I'll be there in Germany. Glesga Daz gonna be there, and I'm confident. But you know what happens when the jocks are confident? We fuck it right up <laughs> Make our right arse Because I remember 78 We were going to win the World Cup Look what happened there <laughs> So thank you for that voice note James And you've won two
1: tickets to any Glasgow Live show So let's go for another one
0: Hi Glasgow I was just wondering Are you a sweet or savoury man And what's your go to snack Oh Right, there's two things. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm sweet and savoury. Right, first of all, savoury. My go-to snack is that mega delicacy that's known as a Scotch egg. Mm. love Scotch eggs. So I like Scotch eggs. But I also, when I'm out driving and coming home at night from the various functions which I attend... I'm partial to pulling over uh, the garage and buying buying a double caramel Magnum Whoa. while I'm driving.
1: I love a Magnum,
0: double caramel, double, double caramel. I mean, <laughs> what's the calories in that? It must be massive. <laughs> You're supposed to be like after yourself. I, I've I've will be honest. I've I've not had a double caramel Magnum. I what I've done lately. Is when I'm when I'm coming the, line of the motorway and I see the services coming up. I put the boot down and <laughs> drive past. If I, every
1: new buy needs to be a double. Does it? Aye, double whiskey, double magnum.
0: I'm an I'm an um. Dee, that's the point. I, I'm an excessive person. I, aye, but I'm
1: I'm working on it. <laughs> and thanks to Derek there for that voice note. And I. Also, you've won two tickets to the Glasgow Comedy Festival as well, or any Glasgow that live show. And a Scotch
0: egg's coming your way as well, son. <laughs> and a jiffy.
1: <laughs> now, remember, you can call Glasgow that on 07386 891 812 if you want to contact him and leave him a voicemail or voice note on WhatsApp. Now the moment you've been waiting for. What? you got to shut up and get him? No, it's celebrity call time. So let's see who phoned Glasgow that this week.
0: Hi, is that Gles Dara? Who's this? How you doing? It's Des Clark here Yeah, you know, I presented the Commonwealth Games in 2014 I was dancing about the stage with a like, tonnock's tea cake A giant tonnock's tea cake? Well, I've got a caramel log coming through Fuck off a bit harsh
1: And thanks to Des Clark for being a good sport there and of course now we're on it let's see what you decided was the best clip from last week
0: Hi, dad you want any in the waitrose you buy something out of there I did a mortgage advisor. fuck off so search Glez Goddard on Instagram TikTok and Facebook and give us a follow mm. don't stalk his followers Be honest about it. And that's all we've got time for, but if you loved listening to this, give us a cheeky
1: 5 star on Apple and Spotify. And if you loved watching us on YouTube, please hit subscribe and click on the wee bell so you get the next episode.
0: Aye, click his bell then, cause nobody's done that for a while. Now remember, visit glesgada.com for show tickets. We'll be
1: back next week for another episode. From me it's goodbye and from him it's... Fuck off! Do you know, the problem with the NHS as well is because people are so big, like obese people, they need to send them to vets to get CT scans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that a (laughs) fight? Right, uh, that's interesting.